Good morning, Northlanders, and welcome to Sound Off. The Sound Off host is Brad Bennett, who has served this country as a Marine Corps sergeant during the Vietnam War and has served this community as a three-term member of the Duluth School Board. Now, Sound Off, and let your voice be heard. Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Well, good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday the 15th. We're halfway through the week already. Is this hump day? Yes, it is. Well, listen, I got uh, I, I was I was getting filled with excitement and enthusiasm for Nikki Haley. I was watching her live rally from Raleigh. Uh, well, not Raleigh. Where is it? Charleston, I think. Yeah. Charleston, South Carolina. Well, she was a governor of uh, South Carolina, evidently. And uh, she's got one of those. Uh, well, I shouldn't even say this. It, it looks like a like a Donald Trump rally where you got all these people standing behind you with signs and waving and screaming and carrying on. She had some interesting things to say. Interesting background. We'll uh, maybe get into that a little bit more as we go into today. But uh, the first thing I want to do this morning is give you the latest uh, coming out of Washington, D.C. First of all, uh, Northlanders, did you know that uh, Joe Biden is the best communicator this country has ever had? <laughs> I know it's not Friday, and I know it's not joke day, but that was uh, on evidently Tuesday at the White House. Spokeswoman, you know, the ever-present flashy eyes of uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre Jean. Uh, she's a lady, red-haired little, she looks like, uh, I don't know what, a uh, little doll bobbing her head around. Anyway, she claims that President Biden is the best communicator that the White House, in the White House, anybody could possibly ask for. Laughter started all over Twitter, and even in the uh, news reporters that were there, uh, they had a tough time keeping a straight face. Uh, evidently, uh, some didn't, in fact, uh, keep a straight face. Uh the many, many on on uh, Twitter though immediately went crazy. Uh, Jean Jean Perry insisted that the president's communication skills are the best in this administration. Uh, many on Twitter hailed uh, Jean Perry's uh, Jean Perry's statement. Biden has a long history of being lampooned for his word flubs and sometimes incomprehensible speech at public events. And you know, Kenny has locked some of those down from time to time. Little flubs that he's made. Some also noted that others in the administration, such as the press secretary herself, have occasionally had uh, gaffes. And Vice President Camilla Harris, she's the king of gaffes. Anyway, Fox News personality Tammy Lauren. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. <laughs> yeah, go back to sleep, will you? Uh, anyway, Vice President uh, uh, Tammy, Tammy Lauren tweeted, Welp, this is, if this is true... We, as a country, are screwed. <laughs> He's the best communicator in the world. Camilla Harris's tenure as vice president has been marked by redundant word salads <clears throat> to the point that even the left-leaning The Daily Show touted a video comparing her statements to the fake politician from the Veep political satire series. Remember that one on TV? Very short-lived. Didn't go very well. <clears throat> Anyways, uh... Twitter was crazy about her statement. Senior digital strategist and ex-strategy LLC Greg Price responded with a video of famous incidents where Biden gave a public address and said, remember this one, Kenny? America is a nation that can be f defined in a single word. 
before lapsing into incomprehensible mumbling. <laughs> America it can be find, defined in a single word. <laughs> Special Advisor for Communications, <clears throat> Senator Ted Cruz, for Communications of Senator Ted Cruz, Steve Gust, tweeted, The guy can't utter a coherent sentence on a regular basis, but at least he hasn't called Canada Canadia. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in a... Uh, foot, foot. <laughs> wow. See, it, the guy should never, ever go off the teleprompter. Just, even if you read words on there, like state, state that again and then read it again, just do it. <clears throat> this referred to a mumbling, the, the Canadian thing. Did you catch that, Kenny, when she did that? Uh, Jean Paris Monday, when she was discussing a mysterious airborne object over Canada and pronounced the, the country Canadida. I missed that. Can- Canadida. <laughs> That's not good, Brad. <laughs> no. No, it's really not. Not when you're the uh, press secretary for the whole shooting botch. Well, listen, I want to bring you up to date on a couple of very current things. <clears throat> I'm sure by now most everybody has seen the story coming out of Michigan about the students that were shot at uh, Michigan State University. I think, what is it, uh, three were killed and five were wounded. Uh, and they did catch the shooter. Um, the shooter is a, is a pretty well known to the uh, media and the uh, court systems. And it turns out that he wouldn't have been able, of course, the, the media in Michigan will never talk about this. Well, he shot and killed himself, you. apparently. Oh, yeah. A self-inflicted yeah, he did. gun. He, yeah. Yeah. But because he's crazy, because he was crazy. He was a nut job. He, he had been in and out of mental institutions for a number of years. But here's the key thing. The prosecutor in that county, in Ingram County, her name is Carol Seaman, she had ended mandatory sentencing for federal firearm charges in the name of race equity. And he was a black man. So it was mean, uh, mean to people of race to, to charge them with felony firearm charges. And turned out that uh, that's exactly where he should have been. Uh, and Anthony McRae was charged on June 2019 with illegally carrying a concealed handgun Without a permit. He didn't have a permit to carry it. But later, those charges were dismissed by the office of Ingram County District Attorney Carol Simon, Seaman, S-I-E-M-O-N, I guess that would be Seaman. She's a Democrat. Her office insisted, let McCray plead guilty to a lesser misdemeanor gun charge, and he served a little more than a year on probation, didn't go to jail, which ended May 2021. He initially faced up to five years in prison for the felony charges, which would have put him out of reach to go into uh, the University of Michigan and kill people and shoot people up. Uh, Now, this seaman retired from the district attorney's office at the start of this year after facing criticism from judges and other law enforcement officials for her soft-on-crime policies. Well, it turns out there's a reason that she had that soft on crime policy. She's part of George Soros's vast public safety network. 
you know, George Soros believes everybody, everybody that shoots people should be let out, especially if they're a minority, uh, because, you know, they didn't know what they were doing because they've, uh, you know, they didn't. They, they, the criminal justice system needs to be more reform minded. Uh, she is part of the class of prosecutors where the, that were given money by George Soros to run for those spots. People like Philadelphia's Larry Krasner, Chicago's Kim Fox, Los Angeles's George Gasson, and also she had backed, uh, and so had George Soros, ra the radical San Francisco prosecutor, uh, Chessa Bowden, who was recalled, by the way, because he was so liberal on crime that he let everybody out of jail. So, you know, when you, when you look at shootings like this in Michigan, let's not be real quick to judge it as the fault of the firearm. It might be the fault of the criminal justice system. In fact, a Michigan Circuit Court judge called her out weeks earlier for making Lansing less safe with her policies. She's not a legislator. She is not a judge, and she's making our community unsafe, Judge Rosemary Aquina said. Uh, and Simon's successor, the guy that took over for her, a guy named George Dewan, has already set about tightening up charges for re repeat offenders. He said, my number one goal, and I put out some policies with regard to this issue, is the Increase in gun violence in our community in the Lansing area, and I will do everything I can to lock people up that illegally use firearms in the in the uh, forming of a crime. So, when you see things on this Michigan uh, shooter, remember this guy should have never been on the street, never been available to walk into, um, you know, a college. Uh, setting and just randomly walk around and kill young kids for being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Anyway, folks, we've got to uh, get to our first break here. We've got a lot on our table today. Man, I'll tell you, I, was, I, I woke up this morning, Kenny, and I looked around and I thought, there's nothing to talk about this morning, nothing. And then I started going through the wire services and this stuff started jumping out. Uh, when when we come back after this first break, I do want to give you the latest and the update from NBC News on all of the things that have been shot down in the ocean and over land and sea and air and uh, we we've just been uh, we've been shooting everything down. Uh, well, but I'll give you the latest on that uh, when we come back here on on a Wednesday edition of Sound Off right here on six ten KDAL. KDAL time, 1122, 21 degrees at the National Weather Service in Duluth. Northwest wind at 15. Uh, wind chill is 8 degrees right now. It's going to get colder. Um, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit. We have had uh, a, a representative, uh, a Republican representative from Kentucky, Representative Thomas Massey, has reintroduced, this is his third or fourth time he has introduced, Bill H.R. 899. Now, some of you are going, well, big deal, Brad. What does that mean? Well, it's the elimination of the U.S. Department of Education. I happen to agree with this guy. I don't think we need a national uh, Department of Education. It really, schools are best served locally by state and local communities. 
Uh, it's really duplication and triplication. You know, you, you've got state board of eds that make up rules, uh, local board of eds that make up rules and regulations controlling education. And then you've got the federal government comes along and sends in their two cents, and many times that's not worth anything. So maybe we'll talk a little about that when we come back right after CBS News here on 610 KDAL. KDAL time is 1134 in 2 1, 1134. There it is. And Bradley, I've got 25 at the Army Corps of Engineer. And the city of Duluth and the uh, public works people are doing uh, snow removal on Superior Street uh, as we speak. Yeah, they came down Superior Street. I'm not sure. I think about 4th, 5th Avenue West. And they're now up to uh, 1st Avenue West in that block there. Or, I'm sorry, 1st Avenue East. On Superior Street, and so if your car was parked there, uh, it's not a good thing because it's going to be removed. No. Yeah. Now this is going to continue. Where are they dumping all this snow? Do you happen to know? Is it out in the bay, or what what do they do with it? Yeah, they're taking it to a location up in Zenith Terrace. Uh, There's this little cul-de-sac. You say nobody is ever there. Nobody's ever there, just filling in on the yard. (laughs) But uh, again, no parking signs are posted in the area of snow removal, and that's downtown Duluth today. And apparently some of this is going to continue tomorrow. Also, the uh, West End Business District, formerly the West End Mall area, uh, that's also being tended to. I think they're going to wrap that up uh, maybe today out there. But snow removal in uh, downtown Duluth and the West End is underway. Big uh, big story recently, Kenny, about the West End. They've appointed, evidently, a new director of business development. Uh, kind of like you say, they have their own organization, and uh, they're getting pretty uh, uppy. You know, the, I mean, they got a lot of a lot of unique businesses out there. A lot of uh, well, who is it? Touristy type things, huh? Who do we have this Don't go around? What do, what do they have? Who? I thought you said they appointed somebody. Yeah, they appointed. Uh, I think. Let me see if I have it here. It was a story that was in actually today's Duluth News Tribune and yesterday, so I may have to look through yesterday's okay, well, I, know, it, I know in uh, the past, did you know Greg Brisky? Greg was yes, a big part yes, of that. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he's been a big part yeah. of that West End uh, uh, business district out there. Uh, Bob McLean. Insurance uh, agent out there for many, many years. Yeah, yep. and, and they've been very active, those two, Bob and Greg, so... Uh, well, good. That's good. It's no, a- they appointed a they appointed a new female director of the West End Business and Civic Club. I guess okay. they call it. Uh, you know, we had a uh, when, years when I was uh, working whoa, whoa, out whoa. in West Duluth. No, we they, had a West Duluth. Did they club. specify female? No, I don't think they specified, but that's who they appointed. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it is right. a female. They had a picture. Actually, they had a picture standing on the corner. Remember where Darlene's beauty uh, used to be? Beauty Castle. Beauty Castle, yes. Yeah. She was standing on that corner kind of across from the bank there uh, with her hands folded, looking real uh, serious, uh, you know, yeah. business-eyed, business-fied. And the picture was taken from the east out west to show a lot of the newer businesses that are out that way. Well, one, so. of, the, one of the new businesses, or at least one of the new additions to an existing business, Bent Paddle, uh, Bent Paddle Brewing yes. Company this week, they're going to open the Twin Ports' first cannabis beverage lounge. Oh, 
Oh, boy. Are you coming back I to... I you already have your reservations. Well, Brad, the public, uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's going it's the Twin Ports Cannabis Beverage Lounge and to-go market. To-go market. It's going to be open Thursday at 420. Dubbed the Canna Lounge Plus Market. And uh, that's going to be going on. He already has his reservation set up. (laughs) (laughs) He knows all about it. Well, actually, where it's going to happen? Actually, I'm reading this from the businessnorth.com website. Great uh, businessnorth.com website. A great website. I get a lot of information from there. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, I failed to mention that Lady O'Callit is not available today. She wanted us to mention that she's going to be back next week. You can still call 218-722-2240 for the lady, 218-722-2240. I don't know if you got that note or not, but uh, Lady O, not available today. No, I did not. In fact, I was hoping to talk to her this morning about one of the... uh uh, one of the very interesting products that she has that a neighbor of ours is using. We gave her some, and she's just the biggest fan of that product. And uh, so, we'll, but when when we talk to her, we'll talk we'll talk again about it. Anyway, I'm having a hard time finding the story. I will find it during the break. There's a couple of things I want to bring you up to date on before we get into this education deal. I want to bring you up to date on the latest on the balloons. The White House said Tuesday that the uh, U.S. intelligence community is considering that the three most recent unidentified uh, objects shot down over North America were being used for commercial or benign purposes. Now, Kenny, um, maybe, uh, you know, I was a Denfeld grad, and I went to, you know, I was in the Marine Corps then, and then I went to the University of California or you know, out there at, uh, yeah. out at... Uh, benign? And, and benign is harmless. Uh, purpose. Meaning it has no purpose? Is it's that harmless. Well, what are they doing flying these cylindrical things up for you know, no purpose? You know what I think it is, Brad? I think it's... What? You know, when you go by some uh, uh, businesses and they've got uh, those uh, devices outside and it's the guy with the big arms and it's like a big thing that goes up and down and it's, you know, they're pumping air through it and this thing oh, is moving. Yeah. I wonder One if a couple of those, of those air, uh, got loose. Like like you yeah. see at the car dealership with yes. flailing yeah. his <laughs> arms <laughs> up and down. One of those got loose, Brad. <laughs> and we shut it down with a Sidewinder yeah. missile. Too much helium and boom, and away it went. <laughs> oh, <man>. Flailing its arms. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, yesterday, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, you know, we've seen him on TV, told reporters the the evaluation is based on what the U.S. knows from images of the three objects and cautioned that the, uh, the, the amusement is, or the assessment, I should say, is primarily because no debris from any of them have been recovered. In other words, when we hit them with the Sidewinder missiles... It just evaporated. Well, yeah, there was and, nothing left of it. And, I, and that's the problem I have with John Kirby in the White House right now, saying that we're not sure what these targets were. We're we haven't recovered anything. Uh, they're benign. They're harmless. Well, if all that, then why did you shoot them down? And exactly, what were you shooting at? I well, mean, that's the piece I read from the one pilot made it clear that they had no idea what they were shooting at. In fact, they reported. Uh, it doesn't have anything hanging off of it. One had one said that it was some strings hanging off of it, like it might have been a balloon that broke loose from the mooring or something. But they really didn't know. 
And then, then the old standard line that you get with all of these. In an abundance of caution, we wanted to make sure that this object... Uh, see, I think our government is afraid right now. I well, think, I'm, con- I'm confused. I, I think we have heard Putin say too many times already that, eh, you know, you guys are going to get it at some point. You you keep sending all these missiles and tanks and everything else to the Ukrainians yeah. and killing my boys. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to pay well, uh, a couple of things to that is that, A, the first balloon, we know it was a balloon. We have the uh, folks in Billings, yes. Montana, that uh, had the camera on it and zoomed in. And the Air Force, or rather the White House, confirmed it's a balloon. They're not sure why. China said, oh, it's a weather balloon. So they admitted to it. <laughs> it's a weather balloon. And uh, President Biden said he didn't want to shoot it down because what if it fell on a school? Okay, and so it makes its way across the U.S. It gathers all the data for China. Then we shoot it out of the sky. Along yeah. come these other objects. And without even question, they're blasting them out of the sky. Turn it down. We yeah. don't know they're from China. We don't know they're spy balloons that never came out. We don't even know what they are. We can't find them. This is some bizarre stuff. We can't. We, even the one we shot down over land, evidently in Canada, they can't seem to find much. Of course, Canada, you know, they're... Anyway, one thing, uh, according again to Kirby, uh, I'm giving a quote from Kirby. One thing we have to consider, and we believe the intellectual community is considering it as an explanation, is that these could be balloons tied to commercial or research and title entities and therefore totally benign. In other words, like you just said, Kenny, it could have been some car dealer's uh, giant uh, Whatever they had hooked up next to him to try to attach your attention to the balloon going up and down. And it broke loose from its moorings and took off and uh, just started floating around the United States and went out over Lake Huron. Yes, that flailing stick man. (laughs) They're annoying. (laughs) Uh, They do attract attention. I think one of those got loose and made its way into the uh, upper atmosphere. And that's what they did. They don't know what they shot. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Well, they say exactly this. The U.S. has shot down four objects this month, beginning with a spec with a suspected. Now it's a suspected Chinese spy balloon on February 4th. Since then, three more unidentified objects have been shot down over North America. One Friday over Alaska, one Saturday over Canada, and one Sunday over Lake Huron. Initial assessments indicate there's no evidence that the three were uh, three more uh, recent objects were part of the Chinese government's spying program or intelligence collection against the U.S., Kirby said. He added, I want to con- uh, caveat that we haven't found the debris. We're still doing the best we can with the observations that were made by the pilots with the flight profile data that we've tried to collect. In other words, they have no idea. <laughs> they just just randomly shooting things down which has never happened in our society that I'm aware of over the last 30 or 40 years. Well, that's interesting you say that, Brad, because I was watching the news the other night, and uh, I can't remember who it was, what channel even, and they said that we've there's never been anything shot at over American airspace. Yeah. And I thought about that for a while, and I thought, okay, is that accurate? But I can't recall it ever happening. I can't either, you know. Yeah, it's really strange. Anyway, that that's the latest. They don't know what it is. They can't find any debris. They don't they think now it may just be benign. Somebody was trying to play around with a balloon of some kind or something and it got away. 
Anyway, we'll be right back after our Minnesota news break, folks. KDAL time is 11.56.25 at Duluth Sky Harbor Airport. Northwest wind at 22 miles an hour, 10 on the wind chill. And Brad, those uh, balloons, those uh, snakes that are at the uh, uh, businesses, uh, marketing tools, air dancers. Air Air dancers. dancers. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And that's why they even brought notice to them. They were air dancing up there. Yes, they got loose, and that's what they were shooting. Uh, Kenny, I don't know if you're one of those guys that can remember last winter when you swore you'd do something about those old drafty windows that were costing you a fortune on the heating bill. And now, here we are. We're turning on the heat again and getting raked over the coals on heating our home. Heating costs are up more than ever before. Stop the madness. Have less Grumdahl window and siding. Install new energy-efficient Infinity by Marvin Ultrex fiberglass replacement windows, which are energy-efficient and protect you and your wallet from the excessive energy bills. Call Les Grumdahl today at 728-3060 or visit Les Grumdahl at lesgrumdahl.com. So, when you need new windows or doors, who are you going to call? Les Grumdahl, Duluth Central, class of 1975, and a heck of a nice guy. And a very nice guy. And his son is a great guy as well. There you go. All right, well, we're quickly uh, just about running out of time. I I don't know how anybody feels about this. Uh, I would like to hear if you are a listener to the show and you disagree with me on this about getting rid of the national or the federal uh, Bureau of Education. Remember, this is the probably one of the youngest departments in federal government. I think it was started during the jo- uh, Johnson administration. <clears throat> I don't know what year that would be, but it but before that, we never had a Department of Education. We didn't think we needed one. And Johnson came along, you know, the huge bureaucratic uh, builder of government. And uh, and uh, next thing you know, we had a Department of Education. But it doesn't do much. <clears throat> and local uh, school boards, local communities, state communities are still the ones that should make the deli- make the decisions. As Massey said in his piece of legislation, unelected bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. should not be in charge of our children's intellectual or moral development. And I uh, say second to that. I agree with him 100%. Uh, Massey introduced the bill back in 2017, again in 2019, and again in 2020. He's, uh, but he's never really gotten support. This year, he seems to be getting more support. So if you uh, don't believe that should happen, uh, give us a call. Let us know why. 218-722-0839. Otherwise, you're listening to Sound Off with uh, KDL 610 Radio, and we will be back shortly.